0: My name is Alexander Krause, Alex for short, A for too short, and welcome to Big Tall Boys. Big Tall Boys asks for nothing in return. I'm just here to make this, and you don't have to do- you don't even need to listen. I don't even need that from you. All I want is a parasocial relationship. I know that maybe that sounds like something in return. All I want is for you to see me as a friend outside of us ever interacting on any singular occasion. Is that too much to ask? This, this week's episode is pretty exciting. It's the first episode back after the anniversary special. So it's the first episode of the new year of this production, which... Is kind, of, is kind of a lot. It's frightening, it's exciting, it's exhilarating. I'm excited, I'm frightened, and I'm exhilarated. So I guess I'm ticking all the marks, all the boxes in terms of what needs to be done. So the episode has to be good if I'm feeling all those things. <laughs> if you've never listened to the show, and today, this might be a good time to recap. A lot of people tune in after an anniversary episode. I, maybe, I have no idea. Uh, is I've never actually gotten this far. Is... <laughs> uh, is so the show is... What is it? Hmm. Okay. Let me get a. Let me get a. Let me get a. Let me get a good synopsis. A good little blurb out. I'm trying my best to rack my brain to figure out exactly what we're doing here. Uh, I already said my name's Alexander Kraus, so that's a, that's in there. That's in the. That's a part of it. You understand that? Uh, the show's called Big Tall Boys. But what is the? What's the premise though? What's the idea? It's a show. It's a tongue-in-cheek, tongue in cheek tongue. Okay, 10 or less words, 10 or less words. Tongue in cheek is like three words, so let's not use tongue in cheek. Let's say um, sarcastic uh, looking of, (laughs) sarcastic looking of, looking at, sarcastic looking of podcast landscape and doing dumb jokes. Uh sarcastic looking at a podcast landscape and doing dumb jokes. That's the whole thing. That's uh, maybe that's 10 words. I don't know is we take premises every single week. Oh, little bonus extra than 10, I'm, I'm a little bit more of an explanation, is we do fun weird premises every single week sometimes I'm interviewing myself, sometimes I'm uh, you know, I've, I've written a whole episode, sometimes we're comparing the video game uh, currencies and trying to work out how much bread costs <laughs> that was a very early episode of the show I didn't do that one for the anniversary, but uh, yeah, if you want to, like a good idea of the show as a whole maybe the anniversary one last week might give you that detail, I kind of revisited everything, but we do a new premise every week, that's like the, that's like the thing, a new exciting idea, and today is just more of the same, okay? We're not reinventing the wheel here. Today, we're looking at the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega. We're looking at A all the way to Z. okay? A to Z a b c d etc until you reach x y and z and we're trying to make a new a new standardized association mat with all these letters i look i'm an educator i'm an educator and i go into all these different schools and different locations and sometimes you see that the a is an apple sometimes you see it's an airplane sometimes you see it's something else and there's no standardized form. It makes it so when a student changes schools and they arrive in a new location, they're not speaking the same language. How we associate with our letters and our language is completely muddled up. We need a standardized A to Z mat, okay, that we can put up on walls and everybody can agree that is what A is is, that's the example A, that's the example B, C, D, I know I'm showing off, I know I'm, show- I'm not even using the song and I'm saying the letters, I know, it's, it's crazy, there's like a K and M and O in there, and yes, sure, to my side I do have an example alphabet map thing, but that doesn't mean that I'm not capable of knowing the alphabet without it, okay? I know all the letters, all 25 of them I wanna say, I think, maybe? We'll learn! We'll learn together! What do we got here? 6, 9, 18, plus, uh, what is that? 8? That equals 26. Is there really 26? God, did I say 20? Oh no! <laughs> do I really not know how many letters are in the alphabet? Cut this! Alex, cut this! Is there really 26? 6, 7, 8, 18, okay, yeah, that's 26. Hmm. Hmm. I'm confusing it with the amount of uh, days in a year. Is That's 365. I'm looking at the five at the end of that. I'm conflating that with the amount of letters. Uh, The amount of teeth in a mouth, probably 32, I think. Okay, I know numbers. I I think it's 32. Let me have a look. Let me have a look. How many teeth are in a human's mouth? Uh, 32. See, I know some things. I know some things. And that can, that can vary, of course, depending on how many teeth you have collected in your spare time. Uh, But yeah, so we're going to do the A to Z for all 26 letters. And we're going to create a new standardized form. Let's just jump right into it. This is the preamble. The preamble revealed I don't know how many letters there are in the English alphabet. So I want to move on from that and into the bulk of the episode so we don't have to linger on it, Okay. Let's start with A. Now, A here, on the example that I have here, they're using Aeroplan. I've obviously seen a lot be used as Apple as a child. Uh, Of course, the first word in the dictionary that people always rage on about all the time is Aardvark. Ooh, it's got two A's, how neat, how cool. You know, name your kid Aardvark so they're first on the plane of, uh, you know, when 2012 happens and the apocalypse strikes. At least your kid is the first one to know On the ballot, whether they're getting through or not. Because they get told, Aardvark, you're not coming with. Aardvark, you're being saved. You're being salvaged. It's valuable. It's valuable. So Aardvark definitely has a chance of being A. But here's my pitch. Is a lot of times we need to inject more education into the education sphere. And that's what this man is doing, okay? And things like airplanes and apples and Aardvarks aren't things we're going to be experiencing on a daily, day-to-day life. You know, we're not, it's not there, you know, education should be something that is, is all encompassing. And what's more and more and more all encompassing than the assassination of Archduke Ferdinand, okay? We want to introduce the impetus for the beginning of world war one okay is a lot of times and a lot of times we play down to kids is we say they're not gonna understand the rules of this sport so we're just gonna play a a a simpler version of it hey i want to show you this movie about um this woman who's vengeful over two different volumes it's called kill bill but i don't think you're i don't think you're gonna get it your brain isn't at a point now where you're gonna understand what revenge and what she's trying to work Nothing to do with gore. You're not going to understand this. It doesn't make any sense to you. But here's the thing. Kids know more than we let on. And at a very young age, we should be teaching them about the assassination of Archduke (laughs) Franz Ferdinand. (laughs) I'm worried I'm getting that name wrong, but I think it's right. Early off, we want to be able to introduce that so they can understand the global... Because here's also the thing. We play down to kids, but we also we muddled the waters later on when we're trying to explain the beginning of World War One. is there's more things in power than just the assassination. I'm fully aware, okay? I know you're screaming at your device like, Alex, what about the this and the that? I don't know the things, but like I know there's a lot more to it. Kids, if they know about the assassination, then once we start to explain the, you know political landscape, economic trade, um, you know, previous powers trying to prove themselves after they lost wars 20 or 50 years prior, you know, the into conflicts across Europe, the different countries and whatnot, it, it allows it not just to be the stepping off point, it allows it to be something that is embedded into their knowledge stream, and that's what we're really looking for, so that's A, the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand, B, on the thing here it has ball now you may think going from the assassination to ball is is a bit wild but that's what we want to do we want to be able to spin things off okay ball is pretty good B is the classic i'm talking about the animal uh the insect is what i mean uh yeah B ball balloon balaclava is pretty good Uh, we could do uh balaclava baklava the dessert Actually, the dessert's pretty cool. We could do a baklava, bounty, uh, bodacious, <laughs> beautiful dame, uh, b- b- broad, broad, broad b- bang bank bank vaults, b- bringing home bringing home the money. B- uh, <laughs> Burial rights. Burial rights is pretty good i kind of like burial rights um burial rights broke b- broke broken broken collarbone i don't know i don't know i like i like burial rights i like burial rights let's go with burial rights so it's Duke friends ferdinand burial rights and what burial rights does it introduces kids to death I know Coco was really trying to corner the market on this. They were like, we want to be the ones who introduce death to kids. You know, we, we're going to do it. Hooray. Look at us. But here's the thing. It can't just be Coco. Reminders of death have to be all around us. Is why we talk down to kids and we also don't tell them about death. I want to take them to go see the Beetlejuice. Okay. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to make sure they understand burial rights. Shooting arrows. Um, Flaming arrows, burying people, um, pretty important for burial rites, cremation, different forms of getting rid of an individual's soul, such as exorcisms or uh, that thing where you bury them below a tree and the tree absorbs their nutrients and you get some sort of giving tree scenario... (laughs) Um, yeah, I think that goes a really long way because then kids aren't afraid of death. They understand it. They recognize it as a place where we move on from and it's not just Corner in the market. Love it. See, on here we have carrot. Carrot's good. Love a good carrot. We also have the classics cat, right? Cat, uh, crystals, corn on the cob, karaoke, but with a C, uh, ca- cane, Candy Cane, Car- Carol, Corden, James Corden. <laughs> yeah, we found it. C is for Corden, comma, James. It's always good to... I- so we introduce World War One, we introduce death, and we also introduce problematic celebrities, people that we don't necessarily agree with on. You know, they maybe were in some things, they were in Doctor Who, and we're like, they're all right, they're on some UK panel shows, and it's like, I, I'm never against them showing up. And then they got a late night talk show and they became the most insufferable person on the planet. Uh, So it'd be nice to be able to have kids say, look, we wanted to, we wanted to dumb this down for you. We wanted to say, look at the ball, look at the carrot, look at the airplane. But here's the thing. There's some people out there that we can't, they're always going to be around us and we're going to have to accept them for who they are. And you'd actually be able to do anything about it. James Corden's always going to be here humping in the middle of a T-intersection, right? It's always going to be going on and the powers that be have, the fate wheel has decided that James Corden is something we must always continuously experience, and it's better for you to know of him now instead of later. I know a lot of people wait until the 18th birthday, you know, parents wait until the kids turn 18, and then they go, okay, it's time for us to tell you the truth, There's this guy called James Corden. Uh, (laughs) It's a late night show. He was in the film, uh, the adaptation of the musical Cats uh, on uh, the, the film. And he's something that we are all aware of and we wanted to make sure that you understood... The ramifications of his existence. Yes, he's alive. He's well, actually. He's doing... I know. I know you were hoping, like, he's not doing all right. But he's doing pretty good. So, we wanted to let you know, at 18, we think you're mature enough to handle this. I know it might be dangerous for you to also be able to drive, drink alcohol, and understand James Corden on the same night. (laughs) Because that's a a trifecta right there, okay? You're going to get drunk. You're going to rant about his... Uh, you know, his comedy, how he treats people on set. And then you're going to drive to his house drunk and berate him. Is It's difficult. It's difficult. But I think we got to get kids in there early so they understand this. Let's jump on to D. On here I have Dolphin. There's, of course, Dragon Fruit. <laughs> I don't think it's ever been used. Dragon, though. Dragon's good. D- d- duality of Man. The duality of man is pretty good. You know what? I don't think we need to search anymore. Because I'm pretty sure it's going to be... Or like dichotomy. Dico- duality of man. Dichot- I like dichotomy. I like dichotomy. Here's why. Is... The political system in its current state is oftentimes falling into this dichotomy of choice, right? You have one side, the slightly, ever so slightly left-leaning party, and then you have the right-leaning party, right? is It would be nice to introduce kids very early to the terminology they can use to uh, criticize their government. D is for dichotomy. D is for destabilizing the dichotomy, destroying the dichotomy. Um, We want change altogether, because we want change. And the moment that you tell a kid that a dichotomy exists is the moment they can then start to learn of other words and other language systems that they can utilize to try to destabilize that dichotomy, okay? That might be good. A is for the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand. B is for... Burial rights, kids understanding death. C is for cordon comma James. D is for dichotomy, the destruction thereof. Okay, E is for egg, is what's on my list here. It e could also be for eagle. It e could be for um a, 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 early early adopter. You're getting an early to buy an iPhone. Um, Easy A, the film. Easy A, the film is pretty interesting. Easter, Easter, Egress, Egot, Emmy, (laughs) Grammy, Oscar, Tony, Uh, evoke. you know, Uh, Enter, the premises, Eep, Eep isn't a word, but it's interesting, I like it, it sounds good. I think, here's the one that really resonated with me as I went through those. Is the first four are so complicated, right? And we've really got these kids thinking outside of the box. I think E being easy A, the film starring uh, Emma Stone. Emma, love you, Emma Stone. Uh, is, is we get that movie in there so that kids can just calm down. Is we're in a classroom setting and we're like, okay, I've explained archduke Fred Ferdinand. I've described what it means to die. I've just I've told you about James Corden. Uh, you don't understand the our economy or politics. I think we can just relax for this session and just watch Easy A. We have to have some break points, and E's a good time to break. Those first four are really heavy. E, we're just watching Easy A. Calm down, we're watching Easy A. Will it be confusing to kids because the word A is in there? Like, as a title? Yeah, probably. But we're going to make sure, again, we're not dumbing down. That was E. Now we're moving on to F. Here I see Flower. There could also be Flower, the other Flower. There could be Flow, Flood, uh, uh, fro- Frolic, fo- forlorn Lover, fra- Frankenstein, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, Fling, Flung, Flong. Uh, what's like a noun that starts with an F? Let's get some more nouns in here. F- uh, it's really hard <laughs> on the spot to find them. It's really, really, it's way more difficult because you come up with someone it's like it's not good enough. And it's really hard to just f- force yourself to think of something. Okay, we've got, um, we've flower, flower, f- fringe, flock. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Edit this down. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take longer on this one for some reason. Is edit this down. And we're just, when I get the word, we're going to cut right back in. So there's going to be a weird break point here. I'm going to say the word with so much enthusiasm because I've got it. Okay. So let me, give me like three seconds to think in silence and bam, I'm going to hit it. Okay. Give me it right now. We'll just cut it off cleanly. And I'm going to fracking. It's fracking. It's fracking. It's fracking. Of course, I've got it. I was thinking Fox, but no, it's, it's, it's fracking okay is I think it's time I think it's time at this point that we tell kids about fracking uh, it, you know we're trying to get the, the gases out of the ground or here's the thing I don't know enough about fracking to really even talk about it too much which is the problem that is being set in place is at an early age if you teach people about fracking then I can, I can then discuss fracking is I don't understand what the problem is I think it's removing minerals from the ground destabilizing landscapes fracking kids this one's for you. <laughs> it's fracking. Okay, G. On here we have Gift. There could also be Grift. Teaching kids out of Grift is interesting. Gnome is funny because the kids would be confused by it, which is always cool. Gravy Boat. Uh, gore. Gore. Gore's pretty good. Um, Gary Clements. Who can introduce that man? <laughs> it's feeble. George Clooney. Gregorian calendar I'm get, It's 100% has to be Gregorian calendar And here's why Is If you've ever listened to an episode before or Even talked about me Talk If you've ever talked about me before You've probably done it on a Gregorian day <laughs> Because it's something that we all experience through all of time. But No, really, here's the thing. I am obsessed with talking about the Gregorian calendar. Do I know a lot about it? Not really. I understand there's different calendars. There's Luna. There's Gregorian. There's, uh, you know, the Chinese calendar. There's, uh, you know, a bunch of others that have different years and whatnot. I find it so interesting for some reason. And it's that thing that... I I know other people don't care that much, but I just I'm so I'm so interested in it as a whole. And I think if we had more kids that were able to engage with that conversation, maybe some of my weird discussion points and jokes would land a little better. If the next generation was really into Gregorian calendars. I think I got a shot at becoming TikTok famous, okay, (laughs) which has always been the goal. You know, we have those people out there on TikTok, they're doing, like, uh, they jump on Omegle and they do magic tricks or whatever, and they're famous for doing that. Or the people who, like, I, I don't know, and then, I don't know, a lot of people, and their whole thing is, like, doing the same thing kind of over and over again, and they have a real... Phoniness to them, and I know I'm calling myself out. I don't look, I'm I'm the least genuine person you're ever gonna meet, okay? I mean <laughs> That's who I am as a, I'm the, I'm the fake butter of people, right? I'm the, I'm the, I'm the butter spread. You know, when you go to Coles, here's the thing. You go to Coles and you look at, look at the butter, like actually look at all the different butters. None of them say the word butter on fucking anything. You will never see that word on any of these spreads because none of them seemingly actually are butter. I think they're all lies. I'm sure I could do a Google search and find out pretty quickly, but pretty sure none of these things are butters. It's all a grift. It's all a joke. It's all a lie. G's book a green calendar so I can have an audience who cares about the things I actually care about. H, on here we have hat. You also have Harpies. You have uh, Herpes. It's it's in my mind. I have to say it. If it comes to mind, I have to say it. We have um, a, a, a Habitual. We have Habit. We have Habitat. We have Habitat for Humanity. Humanity? Hungry. Hippo. Hangover. The Movie Part 2. Ho- ho- horny. <laughs> horny. We have ha- Happy. We have Hangry we have Halitosis, we have Halo, we have Halo 2, we have, you know what, I'm really trying for this one, and I think I'm going to stick with the classics, I really liked Hat, I tried to find something else, but here's the thing, is sometimes you're trying to reinvent the wheel, and the, the wheel's already done, the wheel's already done, Hat is so good, Hat introduces kids to so many concepts, for one, fashion, For two, putting things on your head. For three, um, things that have become less fashionable over time. It teaches kids that through change, we can let go of the past. Oftentimes, you'll see one of these A to Z things, and there'll be something on there that's like, Y is for yarn. And it's like, why would yarn be, oh, Q is for quilt. And it's like... I understand that you're into, like, if you're a haberdasherer, then this makes perfect sense to you. But I don't know how often the word quilt is coming up in conversation, you know? I don't know how much it's a part of your lifestyle, a part of the world. And I want there to be something on here that's a part of the older rhetoric. Hats are on their way out. We all have accepted that. There's, of course, fascinators have taken over. And the only hats that were then left were, like, caps, right? And even those, even those we're grown tired of altogether. Hats are going to be the thing of the old world that's going to be connected here, okay? And I know right now you're listening to this, you're wearing your favorite little cap, and I want you to know that you're holding on to something that's going to disappear. Style is changing, and putting something on your head to hide your receding hairline is not fashionable anymore. People want to see that skin, man! I want to see how far back it goes! look at that thing it's fucking crazy it's like a little nature reserve it's like they've done some logging and there's nothing left up there and yes I can talk about this because I've been currently really dealing with this in my own life so I feel pretty free to talk about this yeah okay and I'm not gonna surrender to the cap the hat the fedora okay I'm not gonna wear something to hide my receding hairline I'm embracing it I'm gonna become a Costanza of myself that's always gonna be the god i'm look, gonna look terrible here's the next one um on here we have i thought this interesting i know they were up to i but i had a capital i which kind of looked like a lowercase l and i saw the ice cream there and i thought it was saying lick <laughs> which is a, a verb is kind of interesting um but yeah ice cream icy ice fortress and um, the fortress of solitude the ice fortress of solitude Um, Indigo, Ivory Trade, the Ivory, actually this, we've got it. Teaching kids about the Ivory Trade is going to go a long way. A lot of these ABC charts will have on the E there, there'll be an elephant, but we all know that our elephants are going to probably go extinct by the time that your children are born. Um, (laughs) by the time your children are born, elephants are probably extinct. It's probably good if we taught kids then about the Ivory Trade. And what caused the downfall of the elephants? Is a lot of kids will put their hands up in the classroom or at home and be like, Papa, what happened to the elephants? I want to ride on one. And you have to sit them down and go, Look, let me explain to you exactly what's got... Of course, in my in my example, everybody has a weird accent. Let me explain what's going on, okay? The ivory trade destroyed elephants. Everybody was trying to get that sweet ivory for their piano keys. And I guess... Other things, but I only really recognize the use of ivory for piano keys. It's interesting. Actually, it's pretty interesting that we're running out of ivory. Like, we're using all the ivory, but what is it being used for except for pianos? Like, what's the actual goal of the ivory? Besides, I mean, an ivory palace. It sounds pretty good. You know what? I'm pro-ivory. That that was quick. I'm pro-ivory. I don't care for the elephants. Yeah, I'll say it. I want ivory. I want that clean white, like marble stone brick that I can make a fortress out of. I'm going to look pretty cool. I'm going to play my piano all the way from A to G and everybody's going to love me for it. I'm pro ivory trade. And that's the thing. Some of these things aren't going to be there to push an agenda. I want to get out in front of this is I said those first four. And those first four, a lot of people were like, you're teaching kids about death, about, you know, burial rights, you're teaching kids about Archduke Franz Ferdinand, you're teaching kids about World War I, you're teaching kids about James Corden, of course, you, te- like, you shouldn't be talking about these things, you have an agenda. And I'm putting the ivory trade on here because I want to show that I can play both sides. I am pro-ivory, I'm also pro-elephants, okay, I like both of them equally, if an elephant dies to give me ivory... I'm fine with it. If ivory needs to be discarded to um, make an elephant less mad at you after you stole its tusks, so be it. I understand that. I need to survive from this elephant. I need to throw the ivory away and make peace with them so that they don't trample me and my family. Yeah, I understand that. I can play both sides. This isn't just a propaganda machine. Let's move on into Jay. We have jellyfish here. There's also jelly, jam, jars of jam, jars of jelly, jars of jams and jellies. And I think we're really hitting on it is kids need to understand preservatives. They need to understand how we can can different jams and jellies. A lot of times is you teach kids about jam. You feed kids jam. You say, look, here comes the jam monster and you fly a spoon into their little gullet, right? And they love it. They adore it. They're like, wow, blueberry, raspberry strawberry love all the flavors marzipan i don't know is that i don't know uh it's fun it's fun it's cool it's fresh but here's the thing is what keeps it fresh is preserving it in the jar and i want to be able to include something that's simple On here, like jelly, but I want to say it's... I want to make sure that we're also heightening it. It's it's a jelly in a jar. It's a jar of jelly. It's a jar of jam. And we can explain... On this one, I want a little blurb that just explains the history of preserving jams and jellies. Just so that... These kids aren't getting away with not learning. Sometimes you give them a task and they get away with not learning because they do the bare minimum. I want you to explain how you preserve this shit. And I know I've said it a lot without giving any sort of extra information. And that's because I definitely understand it. And I'm testing you. Yeah, that's Jay. Jay's done. Key. K On here we have a key. We could also have uh, Knights of the Old Republic. The old Star Wars video game. Which definitely needs to be K. Now, K is for Knights of the Old Republic. It's good that we give kids... Here's the thing. Disney... The Disneyfication of the media landscape is upon... It's not even upon us. It's happening right now. Is so much of what you see, what you experience is Disneyified? okay? I'm talking... I'm talking Goldilocks. Goldilocks? I don't know. I'm talking Beauty and the Beast. I'm talking Mavel. I'm talking the Marvelous Miss Maisel. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. Uh, We're talking... We're talking... We're talking about these Star Wars films and TV shows, okay? The entire Star Wars landscape is now being put down into... It's now being put down. It's being put down, okay? We're creating just like any small little character that's existed in the span of Star Wars is being dissected for everything that it's worth. And a lot of these kids are growing up with Grogu's, you know, they're growing up with all these wild and crazy characters. They're growing up with Luke, Leia and whatnot, but they're never, they're never aging. They're disregarding everything. The last Jedi did, even though it's probably the best star Wars probably that's ever existed. And they're focusing on their focus. I think I mentioned this before, but I'm not a Star Wars fan, but I saw, I saw the last Jedi and I was like, Oh, oh, cool, they made a good one. And I came, like I was really like, wow, they made a really good Star Wars. And I came out of the theater like talking to people and being like, that was amazing. Everybody loved it. And then I went home and saw so much backlash online. and was like, what the fuck? I, I don't think Star Wars is for me. Whatever Star Wars is, the thing I like about it seems to be the thing that Star Wars people don't like. I liked the grayness. Of, I liked the, the the whimsy and the interesting, dich- not dichotomy, the interesting like lack of dichotomy between the sides of good and evil. I When I saw The Last Jedi, I was like, they're doing things. It's like, there's interesting things going on. These characters are returning, but they're actually changed instead of just being the same. And then the criticisms were like, he's not how he used to be. It's like, no, that's the one thing I liked. Why is everybody mad about this? It may, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever whatever. people who like Star Wars seem to like is, I am I just, I don't agree with you. Whatever it is, I don't understand. But this is why we're going to put the Knights of the Old Republic, a thing that I've never experienced, but a thing that I think Star Wars fans seem to really like, I've had conversations with people where they're like, I love the Knights of the Old Republic. I wish, if they adapted anything, it should be that. I know nothing about it. I think it would be good to bring in some old lore into the zeitgeist right these kids don't have to grow up with Grogu they can grow up with the Knights of the Old Republic okay or even the Knights of Ren whichever one whichever one okay I don't want these I don't want these kids being stuck with all this stuff that's being played down with them I want them to understand the expanded universe Chewbacca is dead deal with it okay next one we have L and on here is just leaves which feels uninspired I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I can see that N, hang on. <laughs> I shouldn't be skipping ahead, but when I get to N, you're going to be absolutely amazed at what the example is on here. But let's go with Al. It has on here leaves. Previously I said lick, which is cool. I think a verb would be nice. I think lick has some negative connotations, so perhaps leave. Uh, so instead of leaves, it can be leave, so leaving something behind. Change growth mindset let's get in there let's get the job done then let's leave okay and perhaps we tie in some things there to do with um the withdrawal from afghanistan perhaps we get some heightened things in there as well of course we don't want to play down to these kids if you say the word leaves they're going to be talking about afghanistan they're going to be talking about uh various different conflicts around the world talking about whether we fully commit to each other in a um in a relationship or whether at a certain point when we start to grow tired and old with each other, there should be a point where we should leave each other because we're only holding on because the fear of change is the thing that's keeping us together, you know? Most marriages should stop after two days. I'll I'll say it, I'll say it. Most marriages are, are one and done kind of thing. You say forever to hold and to heart, blah, 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 blah. And then right after the ceremony, you go on your honeymoon, you come back and it's like, I mean, what are we doing? We're staying together just because I put a rang on that thing. Yeah, I think it's time that you split up. And this goes out to everybody listening who's in a marriage. Really think about... Really... <laughs> really, If this podcast could do anything, I want to break up I want to break up with at least one happy couple. Okay, that's my goal. That's my, I know that's sinister, stuff, but... I want to make a mark on this world, and that's the mark I'm going to be making, is... Love can't be forever. It can't be, or else what am I doing? What am I, Shouldn't I be in love? If it's forever, then what am I doing alone? Is, if you're in a relationship, really think about whether the thing that's keeping you together is a passion, of love, a shared interest in life, and shared goals and whatnot. Or is it that you're afraid of having to re-enter the dating scene? Is it that you would have to split up your assets? Is it that what would you do with the property you're currently living in? love isn't real love isn't you know what L- Al is for leaving and it's also for lo- it's for leaving love okay leave it behind grow change become a better version of yourself by yourself because if that's not going to be your growth then i don't know what i'm doing so you have to be lonely too Al is maybe for loneliness there's a lot of things encapsulated in Al. let's move on to m let's move on to m on here we have moon there's also uh, Mourning, m- Mourning the Loss of a Loved One. But we've already done Burial. Actually, no, that's good. M is for Mourning the Loss of a Loved One. I feel like what's going to happen is you're going to hit B. You're going to hit Burial Rites. And then you'll be inundated with all of these other things. You're going to spend an hour and a half or one not watching Easy A you know, you're going to learn about the Knights of the Old Republic, go through the extended lore of, <laughs> of uh, Harry Potter, of Star Wars. And at this point, you really think you've forgotten everything you've learned previously about death being imminent. OK, Coco can't be the only one doing this. M is for mourning the, lo- the ones that you love. OK, at a certain point, not just you will die. Other people will die. And guess what? Chances are you'll experience a big death in your life. Somebody you love will pass away and you're going to have to deal with that. And the only way to be able to cope with that is at a very early age, understanding that death is inevitable. M is for mourning. Okay. Understand that. Reconcile with it. By the end of this A to Z, my goal is that you should be able to understand several things. What started World War I be introduced to James, Cam- James Corden, not James Cameron. Okay. We're not going to introduce James Cameron. Maybe on Jay. Maybe when we hit J. Have we done Jay? I I don't think so. Um, no, we have done Jay. We have done Jay. We We've done Jay. God, I really don't know the alphabet. This is really, t- you know what? We're just going to the next one because I feel like an idiot. I keep revealing. I don't know the alphabet, which like, there's a song for it. I should know this. Uh, here's the big reveal. I said previously, you're going to love when I hit N, because N's fucking crazy. N is for nine. <laughs> it's for the number nine, which I don't think I can hide in that. It could be for night. It could be for the Knights of the Old Republic without the K. It could be for ninjas. It could be for a variety of different things. It's, I find it interesting that the number nine is in here. I don't know why. I think that maybe they just wanted like a different scope. They wanted to make sure everything was different and throwing in one number in there. Maybe they just didn't have a thing for M. Maybe. I don't know. I want to keep nine. Because what nine does is it teaches us pattern recognition, right? Is how many, how many letters are we into here right now? Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, four. We're on the 14th number. And the 14th number, you're then saying nine. And it's like a jolt to the system. It's like being thrown cold water on you, you know? You break out of the matrix and you're awakened. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't know we were doing numbers right now. I thought we were doing letters. I thought, and if anything, I thought we were up to number 14. This breaks the rules in a way that follows the rules is it's telling kids like expect the unexpected you thought that you'd heard everything about death you thought you'd heard everything about different forms of government okay you thought you'd understand what hats are the old guard of hats okay but now i'm introducing you to the idea that anything can come up on this list of a to z nine is here and nine ain't apologizing either there's, at no point is Nine going to say sorry for showing up. They're actually pretty happy to be there, and you're going to have to get used to Nine sticking around, okay? This sounds like me pitching a sitcom. Nine's, nine's making it big in the big city, and some people aren't happy with that, but there... Does it sound like a sitcom? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> maybe it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't. Let's move on. Oh, we have on here Orange, of course, Orangutan, Oval, oval teen, Orca, um... Let's go back to Ovaltine. I liked Ovaltine. What's interesting about Ovaltine is the, the, the feud that has existed through all of time and space. Okay, all of time and space, all of time and space is Milo versus Ovaltine. From the dawn of time, these two empires have fought over the chocolate milk drink market okay? And I know it might be controversial. I know I said I was trying to play both sides and whatnot. I think it'd be good to get kids to understand what's going on out there. That Milo is winning this war. That Ovaltine is falling behind. That Ovaltine is probably resorting to dirty tactics. I don't want to call anybody out but I'm pretty sure Ovaltine is probably trying to make deals with hotels to get their milk chocolate drinks inside the cafeteria, right? Is if you go to a hospital and you're drinking some chocolate milk, it's probably made by Ovaltine because Milo is the home Rand or Ovaltine wouldn't be surviving unless they made some deals with some hospitals. Okay. And I think kids are, again, don't play down to your kids. Let's teach them exactly what's going on. Ovaltine is real. Ovaltine is real. Ovaltine is out there. They're versing Milo and you're going to have to pick a side by the end of this A to Z, you're going to have to choose which one. Okay. And let's just say we're going to divide the classroom. You're choosing which one. And that's your clan from now on. That's who you're with. You can't defy them. You don't wanna be a traitor because you'll be a narc. Like you don't wanna you don't wanna do any of that stuff, okay? Choose your side, choose Ovaltine. I'm fighting for that. P is for Parrot. It's also for Peru. It's also for um par pa- 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 par para- parasina- Parisa Parisa uh, paras- uh, what's that word? Parasidium? Parasidium. No, I don't know. I don't know. I tried searching it. I tried, I have no idea what that is. P is for pan, parents is for parents for P is for patricide. P is for patricide, and I uh, hang on. Which way does patricide go? Does that mean killing the parent or killing the child? Patricide, uh, a person who kills their father. Oh, kills father specifically. Okay, this is actually good. Is we're, we're telling kids, look, don't tell your parents about this one. And this this makes sure this is good. So, is we introduce all these concepts, and we know some of these are going to be controversial. And what makes them more controversial is kids are going to go home and tell their parents about it. They're going to be like, "At school today, I learned about the assassination of Archduke Fra- Franz Ferdinand. I chose the side of Ovaltine in the Great War of Time and Space. I've learned that love is something that we must leave, and marriages don't last forever. you have learned really a lot of shit today at school." But I don't want to tell you about it. I'm not going to tell you about it. The kids aren't going to say shit because what they also learned was patricide. And the moment those words come out of them, the moment they say, at school I learned patricide today, is the moment where parents are going to realize that they're in trouble. Okay? The kids don't want to say it because all of a sudden it's now out there in the ether. Okay. Now the idea of me killing you, of killing my father has been spoken out into the world. Talking is the first step to results, right? Is the moment a kid starts talking about patricide is the moment that it could happen, right? The kid now understands the social hierarchy that once existed, the parents being the providers, the kids being the ones that are, you know, are are dependents is now shattered. Because they understand that they can actually topple the empire of their household and kill the father. Yeah. So they don't want to mention that because then the kids, the parents are going to know the kids are up to something. So the kids are going to not say shit. Is whenever you, whenever you want to teach something that's perhaps controversial, you're you're talking in a classroom environment. You're talking about a critical race theory. Just say, hey, here's everything you need to know about Critical Race Theory. Also, I'm going to introduce you to the idea of patricide for a real hot second. Just so that when you start talking about this, your parents are going to be way more focused on the patricide stuff. Okay? Sneaky. It's sneaky, I know. Let's move on. Hugh on here is for question, which is pretty interesting. It could be for quarry to get rocks. Previously, I mentioned quilts. It could be for... um. a Are dealers, spelled with a Q? I think so. Uh, Queen. Queen of England. Actually, that's good. Let's use that one. Let's use Queen. I think what's good about using the Queen and why we should have Queen on here is previously I mentioned a lot of destabilization and whatnot, but it's always good to bring it back to the Monarch. Remember who you're serving at its core is we're all serving the Queen. Look at your money. The Queen's on there. You have to. You have to serve the queen at any, any opportunity you do. And it's always been my goal. It should be your goal to become knighted. Uh, Oftentimes I'll go to Buckingham and I'll, you know, I'll try to duck and weave below some swords. I'll see her. She's doing a ceremonial sorting. You know, she'll be learning fencing and whatnot. And I'll try to sneak in there and try to get one on the, on the shoulder. You know, I'll duck and weave and be like, whoops. Oh, you nearly, you nearly knighted me. You nearly knighted me. It's good, it's good to teach kids that, to be like, look, you can go to Buckingham, all you need is the sword to touch both of your shoulder blades, you'll become knighted, and you can be a part of things. You can belong to the, like, Sir Ian McKellen is knighted. I don't know what's stopping me from becoming knighted. If he can do it, and all he did was what, play Magneto? (laughs) Come on! I can manipulate physical matter beyond magnetism, okay? I deserve, through the lifting of objects. Look, I'm defying gravity right now by picking up this water bottle. You don't think that that doesn't mean that I can become knighted? Excuse you, Sir Ian McKellen. Yeah, so teach kids about the Queen so they can try to become knighted. Let's move on. What's the next one? R on here? R has rainbow. It could also be for religion, rally, um, rogue, going rogue. (laughs) Going rogue's pretty interesting. Uh, going rogue is pretty interesting let's talk about that Um, Mission Impossible I've seen like two of them I think on two separate dating occasions is somebody has shown me these movies as like Hey, I love these movies. Let's watch let's watch Mission Impossible. You know, different people. People love what people love showing you Mission Impossible. Maybe it's something about my face and my receding hairline. They see me and go, You look like a guy I could introduce Mission Impossible to. And on a lot of these films, the guy's going rogue. And I was I was bewildered. I was confused. You know, what's going on? What is he going against his government? What's a spy? Why does he not want to continue being a spy? Why is he gone? Ruge, what does this word mean? And sometimes we introduce these high concept things as I've done over the course of this episode, over the course of this A to Z Matt, and we, we forget that kids are also really fucking dumb, okay? We forget that kids are really dumb. And there's some words that we need to teach them at a very young age, yeah? We say, look, this is Archduke Franz Ferdinand. He was assassinated. They raise their hand immediately and they're like, Sir, what's an assassination? And you're like, it's the murdering of an individual, usually of public opinion, of, uh, you know, high standards. And they go, Sir, what standards? And you go, it's standards, Um, you know, it's the standards to which we live by, the practices to which we follow. Some, it's something that's the norm of um, how things should operate. And they go, so what's operate? And I say, operating, operating is um, fulfilling some, it's doing something, it's uh, medical sometimes. And they go, so you seem uncertain about defining these words. And then I re- usually respond, well, it's cause you're calling me out on them. I don't have the script I can read. Up. I don't have a lesson plan that says, describe operate, okay? It's a hard thing to describe off the top of your head, you piece of shit. Uh, so it might be good just to flat, let's just use some words, let's just teach some words to these kids. Rogue, going rogue, defying your government, yada, yada, yada. Let's just teach that. And maybe you might say, Alex, that isn't your goal. You've just taught about the monarch just a second ago by talking about the queen. It sounds like you're trying to get the word queen and rogue in there together so you can talk about defying the monarch. And let me just say, I do I don't know how many times I have to say this. I do not want to defy the monarch. I love the queen. She's the best. I want to be knighted by her. It's That's always been the goal. So I don't know where you're coming from. Let's go to S. S on here has sun. It could be sultanas. It could be sunny days. It could be salutations. It could be soggy. It could be sm- sma- smile, smell, sandwich, single, uh single file single slice of cheese salmon salm sam sal- sal- uh sam salmonella could maybe snake is probably a classic that you'd find on there sensei <laughs> sensei sense eight the the TV series it definitely has to be Sensei. Again, Easy A was a break. Once we hit S, we go look. We gonna have another break. This one is a lot more. This one, when we start watching it, is you. This is gonna turn some heads. Is we shouldn't be watching Sensei. I don't know anything about Sensei, but I think there's I think there's a lot of sex scenes. I'm pretty sure Sensei. You know what? We're stripping the previous them. You know what? Everything we've said so far has been we're trying to introduce kids to all this information. I think at this point, once we hit S, given how long this episode's gone for, we're like at the 40-something minute mark or 50, whatever. At this point... This is when, like you know Harry Potter starts out rather childlike and towards the end it becomes a lot more adult, right? We introduce darker things because people have grown up with this. Is at this point, once kids are learning about the letter S, is the point where they're in their late teens. Is the point where we can start getting a lot more risque with these letters? Once we hit S, this is this is part one of the Deathly Hallows, okay? And it's about time we introduce kids to Sensei. What's Sensei? Check it out and understand that look. If you enjoy it, it's gone. It's gonna be cancelled. If you didn't enjoy it, it's been cancelled, it's gone. And we can introduce kids to the idea of sometimes things disappear from us and people have different reactions to it. Yeah? Something that you love going away feels different than something that you hate. And the classroom's gonna feel very differently about that. Okay. And dividing each of us into further camps is good. Is we have the Milo, we have the Oval Team. Now let's separate on who how we think how we feel about Sensei. And eventually what we're going to whittle down is we're going to whittle down specific personality types. Is by the end, there's a lot of goals with this A to Z, but by the end of the A to Z, these kids aren't going to be defining themselves by, Oh, I'm a Gryffindor. Oh, I'm a, I'm a happy, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy in, uh, (laughs) I'm, I'm happy Hogan. (laughs) I'm a Gryffindor and I'm happy Hogan. I did a personality quiz and I thought that I was happy. Everybody raises their eyebrows like, like, who's Happy? What are you talking about? Happy Hogan, he helps out Iron Man. That's who I got on this personality quiz. What does that mean for me? Is eventually, we want to distill a personality out of you. And this is going to help us get there. Let's move to the next one. T is for Tree, as mentioned here. It could also be for T-Bone Steak. It could be for Tron, the film Tron. Although we just calmed down with some sensei. Probably don't want to watch another film. Uh, Tiger. Tigger from the Winnie the Pooh. Uh, trolley problem. Trolley problem has to be it. Trolley problem. Kids, here's the thing: is you understand death now? Let's learn about philosophy. What does it mean to take a life? What does it? I've told you about patricide, so you're not gonna tell your parents about this because they're gonna think that they're next. T-, <laughs> T is for trolley problem. Do you flip the lever? And a lot of times people don't understand the actual philosophy behind this. It's not about whether it's better to take the five lives or the one life or whatnot. The real moral question is that you make the choice. You're the one flipping the lever. And what I say to that is that I think there's a choice of not flipping the lever. I think when people try to say that there's this idea of flipping the lever makes you complicit in the act you not flipping the lever is the exact same thing. So I don't know why why the philosophy of it includes that portion. I, it doesn't make sense to me at all. But introduce kids to the trolley problem. Probably get them onto McSweeney's. I think there's like that, uh, there's a one that was written like 10 years ago or something. I remember learning it in uh, university of a, v- a variety of different trolley problems that can be kind of fun and interesting. I think there's a video game version of that now. Introduce kids to philosophical, philosophical dilemmas. So they can understand more about how the world operates. And this is going to help to find their personality as well. U is for, it has on your umbrella. could be Umbrella Academy. Could be um, Uvula. Could be um, the Umbilical Brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We all know it's going to be the Umbilical Brothers. A duo that I remember really liking when I grew up. Perhaps that's why I like to make a lot of weird noises. Here's my sound of a door opening. mm. Mm-hmm. Hear that? Yeah. Umbilical Brothers all the way, right? Is actually, I really loved them when I was growing up. I enjoyed watching their stuff. I've not checked out any of their things since then. And this is what this serves as me. This is a reminder to kids to check out the Umbilical Brothers. Is when they're in the A, B, C, D, E, F, G area, they probably check them out at that young age. They're now at U's and it's like, whoa, what, what is Umbilical Brothers up to? They still do shows? This is just to reintroduce kids. Hey, jump back in. Umbilical Brothers, they still exist Go enjoy them. Okay, I jumped through you really quickly because I want to do this. We only have five left. This episode's a very long one. A lot of times we do really long episodes. We're doing these last five, and these five are going to be the cream of the crop, okay? The top of the stem. The, 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 t- the chalk of the walk, the top of the crock, the, the king of the wing, okay? The king of the wing, the sing of the wong, the wong of the song, the string of the wing, the wang of the rang, the dang of the okay it's gonna be very exciting top five here we go here we go who knew there was a top five when doing the alphabet not me because I, I i thought there were 25 letters so probably not me i didn't even understand how many letters there were but let's do it top five here we go <clears throat> v is for Vanks, is what's on here but i think what's better is probably a name like vivian <laughs> Let's let's introduce kids to a name, not with anything further. I'm not talking about a Vivian that's maybe famous. I'm not talking about a Vivian that's maybe related to anybody. I just want to make sure that we get a name in here, just because we introduced James Corden earlier. We introduced them to the idea of James Corden very early. I want to make sure that they can just understand that names don't have to be scary. I know you're still reeling from James Corden at this point. I just want to be like, look, sometimes names just exist. Sometimes names just exist, and we don't have to fear them. Like I, for V, we could have done Voldemort. Of course we could have done Voldemort, but instead we're doing Vivian. This whole, all these letters don't have to be scary. They can just be a name and that can just be fine. Next one, W. On here is watermelon. Could be water by itself, could also be a wendigo. <laughs> and it's definitely a wendigo. We reel them in and we say, kids, don't be scared. It's just the name Vivian. Why would you be, it's, innoc- it's innocuous, okay? It's just like a kangaroo. It's just... Vivian, There's nothing to be afraid of. And then W, bam, Wendigo, you're being hunted, run for your lives. These things are real, they're out there, and you should be afraid. W is for Wendigo, watch your- uh, W is also for watch your back, because these things are going to get you in the middle of the night, okay? The, again, the kids are adults at this point. X on here is for xylophone. It could also be for x-ray. It could also be for x-ray goggles. It could be for z- Zenu, it's definitely going to be Zenu. Now, Zenu is an interesting one. So, Zenu is the essential god of the Scientology. And what's interesting about Zenu that hasn't what what comedic thing about Zenu can we actually talk about that hasn't been said before? Is we all know he's a god, okay? We all know that he's from space. We know that t- Tom Cruise is related to it somehow. Uh, you know, he was like he's a part of Scientology and whatnot. All of this has been milked dry. So what's the new avenue of Xenu that we can actually discuss? And I think at this point, we're past um, talking about it as a joke and talking about it like reinventing the wheel and the formula. You know, you make the cowboy films and then eventually they become, you know, make Westerns and eventually they become, you know, they, they, they're they talking about the tropes of the Western they're playing up those ideas. Marvel films have become less so of the Marvel formula and they're now experimenting in other genres. Xenu has become so much of a joke that now it's genuine. Now we include Xenu not to make a joke, but to praise him. I love Xenu. Here's the thing, I love Xenu, and I'm not saying this as a joke. Xenu's on this list because kids should know about Xenu. Xenu's real, Xenu's cool, Xenu's fun. And at this point, it's not a joke anymore. Is we must accept Xenu into our hearts, into our souls. That's it, that's the thing. It's not sarcastic. It's not a big joke. I'm not trying to play anything up for loves i love xeno through and through that's the truth okay y on here is for yacht. it could also be for why just like but with a W, w like why are we doing why uh it could be yarn as previously mentioned it could be yawn it could be yolo actually like yawn at this point we're settling down We're 25 letters in these kids are tired they're adults now, as we mentioned. <laughs> they're, they're gri- at this point, they're grizzled, angry adults, okay? They're in their 60s. They're now learning what a Y is. They're probably pretty tired. I think at this point we say yawn just to be like we're nearly done. We're nearly out of the woods. Calm down, everybody. I know everybody in this retirement home is really antsy, but we've got we've hit Y at this point. Yawn, calm down. We're going to get into it. We're going to do the last thing. And we're going to be able to move on. Okay, so go to sleep and get ready for this. And this is Z. Of course, at this point, um, all these kids are near death. At this point, we're moving on. You know, um, we've learned a lot over the course of this journey. I'm going to try to count off everything we've learned as best I can. A was for the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand. B was for burial rights. C was for Corden, James. D was for the dichotomy of the political system. E was for... Not EGOT. Easy A, just to calm down. Um, F was for... It wasn't Franz Ferdinand, because that was A... I remember F being really hard and I cannot remember it. G was not for gnome, even though it would have been funny to trick those kids. It was for something else. Not grift. But maybe it was a grift. H was for hat. Classic. Remember the old times. I was not ice cream. It was for I... Uh, in in in. I don't know. J was for jars, jams, jellies, whatnot, teaching kids about preserves. K was for the Knights of the Old Republic. L was for leaving love behind. and was for mourning the loss of a loved one. N was for... Not ninja. I think I just stayed with the number nine just to play, j- trick kids. Uh, o is for Ovaltine and the War of Milo and Ovaltine. P was not for Parrot. It was for Pan, 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 te- Pan, par- Partition. <laughs> I don't think it was for that. I can't remember. Q was not Quilt or Question. Don't remember. R was for Rally. No, not Rally. Don't know. S was for s- Somebody once told- No, not that. T was for- Here's the thing. The early ones I seem to remember. I think over the course of this I've become delirious. I cannot remember the other ones. T was for something. U was not for Umbrella Academy. It was for the Umbilical Brothers reminding you. V was for Vivian. W was for Wendigo. X. Which I just did. And there's so few options- no, wasn't x ray no idea. Y was for yawn, because we're getting ready for death. And Z on here has zebra, but Z in itself, like yawn, is for Z, 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 Z. At this point, you're moving on. You've accepted death. You've recognized that life is done. You've learned all your letters. It's time to move on at this point. It's the time to make the final rest, to sleep soundly in that great night's sleep we call decaying in the ground. Remember your burial rites. Know that you must leave your loves behind. Recognize that war is forever. (laughs) It's maybe something we learn. And reconcile with the fact that James Corden is famous. Recognize, watch the Umbilical Brothers on your way out. It's, we're going away. We're going away, okay? And... You've picked your sides. You've recognized where you are as a person. You've grown, you've changed. And at this point, I think you're ready. Coco has got nothing on us. Coco, here's the thing about Coco. Okay. And this has all been against Coco. Oh, the queen was in there. Q was for queen. I was for rogue. I remember now. Here's the thing. Coco talked about death. It talked about the first, the second, the third death. Okay. Coco didn't have the guts to actually kill you off is by the time you hit the z here you're dead you're done for okay kid you're done you're done you're done okay we're gonna teach death the only way i know how practical work by the time you hit z you're gone okay and i hope and i wish you the best on the other side hopefully our I'm remembering all of them now. Exit for Zinu. Hopefully Zenu will meet you on the other side and you can talk to him genuinely, not sarcastically, about what it means to be alive and what it means to be dead. And we're able to move on. Wow. Wow. You know. He lies everyone. Able to move on, able to accept that life is but a fleeting thing. Ha ha ha. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Big Tall Boys. Uh, like, favorite, subscribe, share, collate, collate the episodes. Um, do other things you do at the end of another thing. But for this, uh, this week you're going to, it's the first week back after the anniversary episode. And we're learning about A disease. So what? A, what's a better time for you to actually... You're going to share this with your first grade teacher, the one that taught you everything they needed to know. Get this information out there. Make sure they're able to understand that we're making a fully fledged new system that is a standardized A to Z. Kids aren't going to be lost when they change schools. They're going to be lost with different ideas about what death is. They're going to be able to reconcile with their lives and be able to move on comfortably into that, uh, from the mortal plane into the ethereal realm, right? Uh, yeah, share this with your first grade English teacher. I think that's everything that needed to be said. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. It's a new year, new ideas, new concepts. Um, check out one last late night talk show. It's coming out every Monday. Uh, I've got other. Pl- I got pl- I got my own plugs going on with this show now. Uh, I don't know how many episodes uh, I've I've decided to put all, all together at the time of this recording. I've recorded five. I've edited four. I've no. I'm in the process of editing four. Um, it's very exciting. It's a cool show. Every Monday that comes out. I, yeah, there's not going to be like that's not going to be every single week for the rest of time. Uh, you're gonna have to really understand that that show's going to finish on one point. Different guests on every week. I'm gonna promote. I'm gonna. Pr- I'm gonna promote it every week where I can. You know, I'm not gonna apologize for it. Is I <laughs> I'm not gonna apologize. You should go listen to it. It's fun late night talk show at the end of reality, playing clips from people's lives, long form improv, really fun. Different guests on every week. You should check it out. You should check it out. Uh, And I think with that, I think it is time for us to do what we must all do in the same way that people have accepted death in this episode. We must accept the end of this episode by saying those magic words. Play the song. Um, hi, can I get a big tall boy?